Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of Eden's Platformer Probe. Today we're going over the third stage of Super Mario 64, Jolly Roger Bay. So in order to enter in order to enter the stage, you only actually need 3 stars, which you can easily obtain like fairly early. And I think they do that intentionally so that in the early game you have so many options for different levels and it feels like you're constantly like learning new stuff and expanding. And yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Okay, so you enter the room with Jolly Roger Bay, and there's a sign on the side that tells you about cat blocks. And this is a good stage to place to introduce that concept, because you likely, if you enter Jolly Roger Bay right away, you like you don't have the wing cap because the wing cap requires like 12 stars, and you only have three if you enter right away. So it's a good place to kind of excite you for the wing cap the concept of caps, which I kind of like the idea of. There's also a toad in that room who tells you that the level names have hints. Level names are hints to how to obtain the stars on the stage. And I think that Toad is kind of dumb, just because it's kind of obvious. And if you didn't realize it, you're kind of stupid. But, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, okay, I guess it's good that you learn it. Okay, when you enter Jolly Roger Bay for the first time, one of the big things that pops out is the foggy aesthetic. Like, the first time you enter the stage, but no, no other time after you collect the first star... There's this dark, foggy vibe to the stage that almost makes it mystical and almost forbidden, which I really like the idea of. Like, I think in general, Jolly Roger Bay is going to have really, like, amazing aesthetics and amazing world design. So, and I think it, I think the start of the stage, for the first time you enter it, really sets that tone. This The stage continues to follow through for the entire run of the level. The other big thing about Jolly Roger Bay that immediately sticks out about the atmosphere is that the music is dynamic. So, like, when you're on the main portion of the land it plays a very tame somber version of the song but when you're in the water it's adds more mystical aquatic aquatic feels to it which i kind of like and then later when we get to the cave portion of the stage there's this it gets more upbeat and dancey and it sounds really good i think the another stage does this dynamic music theme better but we'll get to that later and i think it's really does it's still done well in jolly roger bay another big thing to note is the eel which I think for a lot of people, the eel kind of turned them off of Jolly Roger Bay because, you know, it's this giant, terrifying eel that's just swimming in the depths of the water. And I don't know, I kind of really like the idea of this creepy eel in the pirate stage. And I think it really adds to the atmosphere, but, like, it was also kind of terrifying, I think, for a lot of people. And I think it's kind of funny that because Jolly Roger Bay is, like, one of the least scary stages in the game. But yeah, I overall really like the excluded, the secluded bay vibe that jo the secluded bay vibe that Jolly Roger Bay gives, and it's really like a fun vibe. Okay, aesthetics aside, let's get into the exp how the stage is navigated. Like, I th this stage is kind of like Bobon Battlefield in the sense that it's really exploration heavy, but unlike Bobon Battlefield, which is a bunch of segmented re segmented regions to explore, Jolly Roger Bay is more of a depth based stage because it's a water stage, so you can start on the sea level but then you can also go deep into the water and there's more stuff to explore there and overall it makes the stage kind of compact which is kind of which makes it nice and small but also really deep and fun to explore which i really appreciate it it's also the first stage that introduces swimming and i think it's introduced well enough in this stage swimming in general mario 64 i think is kind of meh but i do like the water levels like as you'll see later and yeah i think swimming is probably done best in jolly roger bay out of any stage in the game Maybe one exception. For the So the first stage, Plunder in the Sunken Ship, I really like the aesthetics and the vibe of you going down to the depths of the water to find a ship, a sunken ship, and then you explore it. I really like how the eel is also occupied in the ship initially because it's a really cool idea that you actually, 
the ship has like been down there for so long that animals have made their home in it. But I think the actual act of getting the star itself is kind of meh because of the fact that you have to the treasure chest that you have to navigate in the ship itself is awkward and it's easy to die just for no fault of your own. And the actual platforming once you complete that the first part of the ship is really wonky and weird to control and it's kind of dumb but i digress i think the can the eel come out to play star also has that kind of same problem where i really like i really really like the challenge idea of having to swim up to this giant eel and steal its star but it's not really fun to play through if that makes sense because you it's really easy to get hit accidentally and you if you every time you get hit you have to swim back up to the surface of the water to refill your air and it's not really fun I do really like the concept though. Treasure in the Ocean Cave, the third star, I think is really has maybe the best vibe of any vibe in this region. And I really like that's saying a lot because I think Jolly Roger Bay is definitely the land of vibes, the good vibes. And like, yeah, it's really cool. And I think it helps compensate for the fact that you really don't do much. Exploring this pirate, secret pirate's cave really like doesn't actually do much action but the vibe is so cool I, I can kind of completely forgive it so a lot of the stages up until like a lot of the first three stages kind of just establish the vibe of Jolly Roger Bay and make it a really cool stage but then the red coin mission which is the fourth stage I think really takes advantage of the exploration aspect of Jolly Roger Bay where you have to go to the depths of the water to collect the red coins but also you get to return to the ship which is now floating which is really also cool how you affected the ship in the first stage and now it's permanently changed the stage I like how you really get ex fully get to explore the ship in the Red Coins mission and the bay itself. It completely almost cements the world as, as being this cool exploration world. But after you get that star, it's not like there's really much more exploration to do. And I think the last two stars, or specifically the Blast of Stone Pillar, the fifth star, is kind of meh. It's very inoffensive, I'd describe it, because all you have to do is collect, go to the cannon and um, blast the star. I think it's a nice usage of the cannon to, like, let you shoot yourself to a point where you overlook the bay and you almost get to see this whole world you explored. But other than that, it's just a very mess star. Through the jet stream, the sixth star, is another star where you have to can't complete it in your first run through because you need the metal cap to um complete the star. And I really like the idea of how the star is always visible whenever you explore the stage. Because every time you swim down to the bottom main portion of the water, you see the star. And it kind of just haunts you. So once you finally get the metal cap, I really once you finally get the metal cap, I really like how you get to finally collect the star that's been taunting you for so long. It's almost a really nice, really nice teaser for the metal cap. The star itself is obviously not like amazing yet, but it's a really cool setup and build up. So we get to the 100 coin star, and I'm gonna be real, it's probably the worst 100 coin star we've had so far because I think the first two stages do them really well. And I don't really think Jolly Roger Bay does it poorly though. Like, it's just there's only like a hundred one coins in the um, N64 version and yeah it's kind of obnoxious but at the same time the star is really short and easy to get so it's not a big deal it's just kind of not amazing if that makes sense and the DS version of the game like this is the first probably DS version of the Mario 64 stages where I don't necessarily prefer I don't necessarily prefer the DS version because the DS the DS version kind of takes away some of the aesthetic things I praised but it definitely, one thing I do like is how it adds more depth to the cave portion of the stage because of the fact that there's another star there that you get with Luigi. And speaking of Luigi, you get to swim even faster with Luigi in the DS version, which makes the stage so much faster to run through. 
which also makes the stage more fun to play, I think. So yeah, overall, I think while like the DS version has weaker aesthetics, it has Luigi, which makes up for it in other regards. So overall, I describe Jolly Roger Bay as just having weaker level design in the first two stages, but the atmosphere is amazing. Like maybe the best atmosphere in the game, which compensates for it. And in that regard, I'd almost describe Jolly Roger Bay as more of an experience, just because of the vibe of exploring this pirate world in this secluded bay that's really just mystical and magical. And yeah, I really like it. It's one of my favorite stages, stages in the game, I think. Though granted, Bavon Battlefield Walm's Fortress are both also some of my favorite stages in the great game. Okay, so now we get to the ranking of the game, of the stage. And I think Jolly Roger Bay, it's not nearly as strong of a level, I think, as Womp's Fortress. But I think the exploration is honestly kind of better. Or not necessarily necessarily better, but different in a more positive way than the Bomb Battlefield. So I think I'll slide Jolly Roger Bay at number two in my ranking. Which, okay, so now we have our ranking, which is of the three best Mario 64 stages of all time. Because we only have three, obviously. So number three is Bavon Battlefield, number two is Jolly Roger Bay, and number one is Still Alms Fortress. Alright, thank you for watching and join or listening, and join me back here next week when we discuss stage four, Cool Cool Mountain, another amazing stage in this game. Cheers.